joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blissful Living. I'm Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, your host. And today's show is going to be another phenomenal show. Let me tell you a little bit why. My guest today is a fabulous gal by the name of Drea Bauer. And what she um, is going to talk to us about is something that a lot of my single friends have been having some issues with. And um, it's actually been stressing them out a little bit. Now, did I spark your intrigue? Okay, I hope so, because Drea is going to talk to us about the misdee and how to maneuver um, online dating. And she's an expert in this. As a, as a matter of fact, she has become the queen of online dating, and, and she can give us all the skinny on how to maneuver through that. Now, I'm not single, so I'm, I'm not looking to online date, but I know there are many, many people out there that are single, that are doing the online dating thing, and so Drea the Queen is going to help us or help you guys to execute through that smoothly, successfully, and stress-free. So, Drea Bauer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm glad to be here. Yes, we are glad to have you. This is a topic that um, has not been discussed on the show before, and so it's going to be really fascinating to hear what you have to say. Um, like I said, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people out there that um, are single and are doing the online dating thing and are having... Um, you know, quite a bit of challenge with that, just kind of stressing them out. Sometimes they, I hear that it's just easier for me to just go back to, you know, going to the bars or whatever. So <laughs> I know you're an expert in this. Yes, ma'am. It can be stressful, especially if you, you know, if you're new to it. A lot of times older people who are in a savvy with the Internet and younger ones who are, it's just such a new form of dating that there's so many things to learn about it. You know, we've gotten so into communicating online now, so there's Facebook and Twitter and, you know, LinkedIn. There's so many ways to connect online. So it's a beautiful resource that if we tap into can allow us to explore this whole new world of potential partners that we wouldn't have the opportunity to necessarily meet in our ordinary course of life. So it can be stressful, but you can take some of that stress off if you know some of those tricks of the trade, some of how to navigate, like you were saying, the, the Internet and each site and just dating in general because, of course, dating in general can be stressful, but it can also be a ton of fun and we can learn so much about ourselves and and men in general by virtue of our experiences online and offline. That's so cool. So let me tell the audience, please get ready, grab. If you're a single person out there and you're listening to the show, pull up a chair, get a piece of paper, pencil, pen, whatever you need to. Or, you, of course, you can always re-listen to the show. But I'm sure Drea is going to display, display a 
display upon us, not display, but dispense upon us some fabulous information with regards to this. Now let me tell you guys a little bit more about Drea real quickly. She's a graduate of USC School of Law and a Tony Robbins Master University um, Leadership Program. She um, uh, has uh, boost achievements in other disciplines such as becoming a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, um, completing extensive hours training with David Dita uh, personally, um, and he's the author of Way of a Superior Man, so hmm, that's interesting, and um, has inducted as Oneness Blessing Giver, attended multiple trainings, and has even sat in silence for 11 hours a day at a 10-day uh, Vipassana meditation retreat, and check this out, you guys. Not only does she do hypnotherapy or in, is, in, is involved in that, but she's also, this is so phenomenal. She's a practicing attorney, a real estate broker and developer, an executive producer of environmental films, and um, so many so many more things, such as an award-winning author. So she comes to us with high-caliber information in a variety of things that are not always how we would look at someone that's called the queen of online dating, um, you know, with a background like what she has, it makes it even more intriguing. So, Drea, let me just get into the to the heart of the topic. Why why would anyone want an online date? So let me give you a little about my background. Because I am a practicing attorney, but I'm in private practice, and I'm done with school, so in my day-to-day course, I spend a lot of time at home, and I have to make excuses to go out and see people because I love people, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll go to the gym, and I'll go to the grocery store, and I go to conferences, and I certainly meet gentlemen there, and I think it's great to meet people out in the general public. But on a day-to-day basis, I just don't run into as many people as I did when I was in school or when I was working in a job for other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was looking for other outlets to explore because I, I wanted to date, and again, I wasn't meeting that many new people, so I just thought it was an amazing resource, and it's, it's gotten so mainstream, you know, I think when I first started doing it, it was a little bit like, ooh, oh no, you know, how, how are people going to think of me? <laughs> it's so accepted now, and it's so popular that I think it's just an amazing tool, and people are so receptive to to blind dating and to, and to learning about other people in general. And, you know, it, it opens, up, opens up avenues for different ethnicities and different religious backgrounds and different, you know, interests. I mean, you can there's a niche for, for every type of person there. So you can find somebody just like you or completely opposite of you, which is just never before in history have we had such vast opportunities available to us. It's a, it's a click of a button. So, so I take it, um, are you still single? I'm actually dating someone. Ah, see, it works, you guys. It works. <laughs> it, does work. it absolutely does. He's an amazing man, and you know, I'm not married yet, but we are certainly having a great time together, and it's a great relationship. So, okay, so that and okay, so online. So now let's go back to the question: Why online date, or why should someone try online dating versus conventional? Okay. So, you know, in a bar, you can meet gentlemen. You typically, you know, hopefully a man wears a ring and it makes it easy to identify those that are single. But, you know, you don't know a lot of the background stuff. You can talk and you can get some of the feel. And I do think that chemistry in person is essential to, to judge that, you know, immediately or as soon as, as soon as you can. But there's a lot of questions you may have that are, like, must for you, like, you know, the religion or, you know, politics, things that you can find out in a profile that, 
you may not feel even comfortable asking upon a first meeting or you may not have the time or, you know, the acoustics may not lend the opportunity to really find out about the person in a depth like you can get from an initial profile. The, the one thing that meeting a person does do that it is not on the Internet is that chemistry. And that's why I don't encourage too long of, you know, the emails and even calls. You get a, a different perception, but you really need to be live in front of someone to judge if there's that, that chemical reaction that's inexplicable. Okay. So, so now with regards to, you know, all the online dating sites that we have out there, Mm-hmm. How how would someone, okay, so say if I was interested in, um, you know, online dating and, you know, you kind of gave me the rationale as to why to do that. With all those sites out there, how, you know, I mean, and I've heard different stories about, you know, different ones and quite interesting, but how would someone, you know, choose an online dating? Do you suggest they try them all? Is there, you know, certain ones, certain yeah. things that they should look for? Absolutely. And to try them all at this point would be impossible. There are online dating sites for everything. There are online dating sites for people who have pets or for different age brackets or for different ethnicities or religious practices. There's literally a niche for for everyone, which is great. I mean, like equestrian, any specific thing that you could want. So you could either go to a specific site. But if you do that, I mean, that, maybe if that's something that's so important to you in your life that you can't live without a partner that does it, that might be of interest to you. The larger sites tend to have more varieties of people. So if you are looking for something that's not exactly like what you are, then, then that allows a great opportunity for that. I would play with one or two and learn the, the algorithms and how, the, how their sites work because some are more user-friendly than others. Some are a little bit more complicated to navigate. So you want to look for that because particularly depending on your skill level with computers, you want to want to be able to, to get around the site and do what you need to do on it. But there are so many opportunities out there. There are literally millions upon millions of people dating online now from all over the world. So, again, to pick a site, do a little research, do a little homework, know what you're looking for out of the site. Do I want to make sure that I'm within this specific age group and, you know, you know, am I a senior and I only want to date seniors or, you know, I'm, I'm into sports and that's the primary focus of my life and I want to make sure that my partner is just as enthused about sports. Then you can find a site like that or, again, animal lovers. If, again, if you want a little bit of everything, you want to get to see a little bit of all of those qualities, Choose a bigger site. You know, there's eHarmonies and Matches, and there are some that are paid, and there are some that are free too. So you want to look at the, the differences mm. between those. I do find that sometimes the free ones, you know, because you can get on them more easily. Some people aren't necessarily as festive because they put a little bit on the line when they put a little bit of money on the line. Right. So it just changes the the, the type of person that's looking. So it. It may be someone more or less serious. But, again, a lot of the sites will let you get on there and play around, even if you don't join, and look at members. So that might help as well so you can see if you find some physically attractive because that's, of course, an element to this whole thing as well. Right. So, you know, I know there are some sites that offer the, um, you know, the free seven-day trial or three-week trial or whatever. Do you suggest people sign up for those? Well, certainly if they're getting ready to spend some money on, why not try it and test the water? But some are absolutely just free. Um, I think play fish that is maybe chemistry. There are a couple. There are at least several that are, are absolutely free. You don't have to pay. And I, I guess they make their money with advertising or other ways. So you know, again, but if you're gonna, it's just like test driving a car. Absolutely, if you can get on there free and surf around and again look at different profiles and see what simulates your interest and how they're laid out and if it looks user friendly to you. 
Okay, great, great info. Thanks. Um, because I, you know, again, um, just hearing from the experiences of my friends, um, it, it is, it is, can be a maze to navigate, you know, and sometimes it can be very expensive if you, you know, jump in too quickly into something that may not be right for you or what you're looking for in the context of, you know, online dating. Absolutely. So, yeah, so thanks it for that. It can be overwhelming. That's why Mismatch, the book, offers all kinds of little tricks of the trade that really can help you to navigate the process. There are all kinds of things that can help, like with the email process and stuff. What some people don't know is that some sites have it set up, so you automatically get an email when there's any communication. Right. But then your personal email may get flooded, so I suggest making a separate email account so it's just for that dating purpose. So all kinds of things like that can, can really simplify and make it a much more enjoyable process and it should be fun because dating should be fun we get to explore ourselves and another person and you know it should be it should be something we look forward to not something we stress out about it and dread right I so we'll okay so we'll get into some some tips we'll, we'll have you display some tips um display I keep saying display we'll have you give some tips <laughs> later in the show with regards to things that people can do but before we move on you know I know there like when you go onto the site I know um okay it can be kind of overwhelming you know it's already kind of a stressful thing to you know be I want to say diving into the unknown, so to speak, with online dating because you you know how people present one way and then they actually might be another way. So can you tell us what what makes a great profile when you know because I know when people go online they have to input information which I guess creates their profile. What makes a great profile? Absolutely, there are a lot of different areas of a profile. For men, men are so physically drawn. We've got to make sure we have great pictures. That doesn't mean misrepresenting. That means great pictures. You know, pictures are a two-dimensional art form, and we're three-dimensional or multi-dimensional beings. So you need great lighting and great makeup to make the the, the distances and and you know everything just pop out the way that it looks the best. I have so many pictures that are great of me, and I have so many that I would not let anyone see. So it's not about you know just being beautiful. It's about making that two-dimensional art form really put you in the best light. So that's very important because again, we all know men men are very visually drawn. The words in your profile so important. More than anything, I would tell the ladies out there, be positive. Same with the gentlemen. What you don't want to read about is, you know, how I've had, you know, bad relationships in the past or my exports into this or any kind of negative connotation you don't want to read in. Because when you're looking for a partner, you know, you're looking for something fun and exciting. You want somebody who is a positive person. Right. So I would uh, positive, positive language, happy language, th- things that make you feel like warm and fuzzy inside. You You want him to get a a sense of what it's going to be like to be around you. And you're an exceptional woman, so of course he's going to want to be around you. So you want to, again, put put out there who you really are in a, a very positive, light, fun way that's specific to you, that doesn't sound generic like, I'm a happy girl or, you know, I'm a fun girl. Maybe explain to him a story about, like, you know, how happy, you know, you were on this time that you had this experience where you went on this trip or something like that, something where he can see more than just, I'm a happy girl. And um, I, I do want to say, fellas, we're not forgetting you. I know she keeps mentioning the ladies, but um, same thing. I think the tips that the, the, you know, strategy that she just discussed with regards to making a great profile goes for the guys too, because just yesterday 
I was with a girlfriend and she, you know, she's doing the online dating thing. And so she showed me, you know, the hits that she was getting from different guys. And then we read some of their profiles and I'm like, oh my, I'm like, girl, really? You, you've got to be kidding me. You know, some of the Absolutely. stuff that people say was like, and she's like, you know, just from the first two sentences of what this person wrote, it's a definite no. Even though she thought the guy was cute, you know, fit fit what she was looking for, body type, stature, weight, all that good stuff. Um, the first two sentences of his profile was, you know, like, so, like, such a turnoff. It was like, who would actually date you based yeah, on this? Like, so, so what you're absolutely. saying here is just, like, positive guys and girls, ladies, ladies and men, ladies and gentlemen, this does apply to both sexes. Just put it in the right context. And, um... And watch how things manifest more magnificently for you by just listening to what Drea has to say. Now, you mentioned photos. First, oh, let me back up just a minute. You guys, she mentioned her book, and we're going to give you more information about how you can get her book and how you can get more of Drea later in the show. But I just want to say she mentioned her book, Miss Match, and Miss like, you know, Miss Thang, and Match, like matchmaking. So it's Miss match and so we'll give you more information about how you can get that book because um, you're going to want that book if you're definitely doing online dating okay back on track Rochelle so now you mentioned the photos you know and like I said again I, I because this is so funny because I just was looking at someone's profile yesterday with my girlfriend um, you know there were some people that had really good photos and some that was like really you know, <laughs> so can you just tap on what makes a great photo? Yeah, and let's include for the men for a moment. Yeah. So I know men work really hard on their bodies, and I think that's amazing. <laughs> but most women, the shirt off thing, unless maybe if it's in a sports environment or something, <laughs> again, if you're on a, specifically on a sporting site and that's appropriate. Yeah. For the most part, the, the, in the mirror pictures with the shirt off is, is generally not something that – I see most women attracted to. I think so, that's a killer. Again, yeah, I think that's a killer. You <laughs> love to see that, right? <laughs> mirror, mirror shots in general, like you want, you want the picture to be good where you can see them, see their face. You know, I definitely would include a full shot because I know we all take, you know, care of ourselves, and we want to include all of that. But what you don't want to do is a lot of miscellaneous objects or people. And I tell women this and men this: you want to watch what you put in your back as well because you don't first, first of all you want to make sure that you're safe and there's no private information that could you know disclose who you are or where they can find you or that kind of thing but you also don't want them to read things in, like maybe you're at your girlfriend's house and there's 10 cats in the background but that's not even your house so you want to make sure what you, you don't disclose things in your in your surrounding areas that you really wouldn't want to so i think it's better when they can focus totally on you and there aren't any other distractions in the picture and again, you want, you know, good resolution, good lighting for the women, makeup for the guys, you know, you just want good clean shots that, that aren't things that other people might be not, not attracted to, like the, the mirrored pictures or the shirt off pictures or, or those kinds of things. So yeah. there are definitely some, some clues. And, and for women, there's all kinds of different ways to pose their body that, you know, can make them more alluring and, you know, again, there's so many little things that you can do that can, can put you in the best light and throughout your profile, the language. Uh, you know, sometimes there are questions that, that may not be applicable to you. Like maybe you're not comfortable with the religion one because, you know, it doesn't have an option for you. Right. you. You may not want to answer that. And you may want to leave that to a conversation that you actually get to have on your date. You don't want to rule too many people out by, by things that pigeonhole you. 
Mm, okay, that that sounds that sounds pretty good because again, referring back to my friend and the person that we were looking at um, that sent her the message with the you know two sentences, you know he mentions religion and all that kind of stuff, and you know it was just like it's too much information for, mm-hmm. for you know what I mean? It's like maybe if we yeah, had a personal meeting and conversation wise, but you know just for posting on your profile, I just thought, well, who's too much information? I mean. You know, it was like, ew, a complete turnoff because it was just too much information. Now, maybe someone else might like it, but, you know, it was just it was just kind of strange, a little odd. And, you know, for her, he was definitely a no just based on those first two sentences. So, Right. And, and unless it's something that's like a make or break, like you may be a person that the guy has to be your specific sect of whatever religion you're a part of. And that you might want to include because if that's a deal breaker, then yeah, but otherwise, if you know you're open to different religions and that kind of thing, you don't want to, again, box yourself into something that may not even fit you. Because sometimes we find something that we, we weren't expecting can be the most beautiful gift ever in, in another person. And we can learn from it and grow from it and, and enjoy you know, that experience. So if we box ourselves in too tightly, it doesn't allow for that, that growth. Perfect. Thank you. I love that. So now, so here we are, we've, you know, found a site, we um, entered our information into our profile. We think it's pretty tight, so to speak, as, um, you know, as tight as we can get it. So it looks really good. It, it's reading well. It's enticing to others. And then we've added some fabulous photos of us, you know, no in the mirror picture with the cell phone stuff or shirts off. Now, wait, I want to say, guys, if you're rocking a chest and six-pack abs, you can definitely take that picture but put it probably not as your main photo, but in your photos, because, you know, women do like to see that kind of stuff. But if you're not rocking, if you're not tight there, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, here I am, this, you know, this person, but I'm just saying, don't do that. If, you, if you're not tight, even if you don't, if you think you are, but someone else, ask your friend, because your friend's going to tell you the truth. They'll say you're not, no, man, you're not tight or no, no, don't do that. Take their advice, okay? But if you know you're rocking it, if you know you got six packs and your chest is like popping, go ahead and post the photos because ladies do love to look at those good looking type of photos, okay? I just, I'm just, I'm just saying, okay? Here I am, this married lady, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so now, now I've got all this fabulous stuff. I've got my, you know, great site, my profile done. I've got fabulous pictures, and I get a hit or a wink or whatever they call from someone. Do I? correspond in an email or do I don't know do, is there okay let me go back is there a way to correspond directly on the site like just send messages or do you have to correspond through email that's the question okay so different sites operate different ways let me say first that it goes back to animalistic instinct though men are all about the chase so I don't encourage women to act too strongly <laughs> at, at, at most a wink or something to, or an indication of interest, you know, but if you go around emailing the men first, in my experience and all the women I've talked to, it doesn't ever work. Even if you get a date with them, they need to, men just need to be the aggressor. It's just mm-hmm. how nature works at this point in, in life as to what I found to be true. And again, I've tried it both ways. I've walked up to guys at bars. I've tried it, you know, on the internet. I've tried to be the, you know, pursuer. It just, Again, inherently in nature, it seems to work the other way. Right. So I advise at most just, you know, a nudge or an indication of interest, not an email. So if, if a gentleman has indicated interest to a woman, then, you know, 
she can indicate interest back and then he can email her. With the emails, with the men and women, yes, three to five sentences, that's enough. You don't want to, like, again, put all your dirty laundry out there or try to, you don't want to try to figure out if you're going to have a, a real relationship via text or via, you know, the written word or email. You really want to get in front of them so you can judge that chemistry, that real physical, you know, thing that is literally inexplicable, inexplicable that you, where you're, you know, you're taking in all the submodalities, all the physiology of their body, the way they smell, the way, you know, they feel near you. So you just can't do that in, in the other forms of communication. Even on the phone, you get a better sense with their voice and talking to them, but you really want to get live and in front of them. So I suggest, you know, maybe there's a wink exchange, then, you know, maybe one or two emails, and then, you know, you take it to an, you, you take it to an office offline meeting. So then you get maybe a phone conversation, maybe just one, just with the intention of setting up a, a real life in person date. I and like, then you take it to an offline. offline I like date. how you I like how you say that. I like how you add the chemistry into the facts and how you can't really get the chemistry um, when you're on the phone. I mean, you can get some, you can pick up like, oh, I, I like what they're saying or, you know, whatever the case may be. I like their conversation. They seem to be in tune. They sound educated or whatever, you know, whatever case you may look, be looking for. But I guess really, truly, because people can appear one way over the phone and be fabulous and then you, you see them and the chemistry is just awful, you know, because, you know, they, it's right. just, it's like ill, you know, whatever. So I like how you mentioned the chemistry because I do think that's Absolutely. important for you to have that, that contact before you decide, you know, and you're not going into this as, this is a love connection and it's my dream date. You're going into it with an opti optimistic mind, right? Right. And that's why I say for, for people on online dating, every date should be a great date because you don't have to go and meet the guy and he'd be, you know, your husband to have a great time with somebody. If you've done the pre-screening, read the profile, you know, a couple emails, you know, talk on the phone, you know whether you're going to at least be able to have conversations and enjoy this person's company. And that's the pur purpose of dating, right? Every date doesn't lead you to your husband, but every date can be an amazing experience that you share energy with the person and have a great time. But again, chemistry is not, it's not, it's not based on looks. It's not based on what job they do. It's not based on their profile or their online dating resume. It's based on things that literally are in our, our sub or unconscious that are almost out of our control. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. Knowing, I agree. And knowing that we, you know, we want to get live and in person. And again, that's the one benefit of still meeting people out in the world. You don't want to, certainly never want to cut that opportunity off as well. So even if you're online dating, I always encourage people, you know, meet men at grocery stores or meet, you know, women at, you know, the movies or a, a restaurant. You always want to keep those other opportunities open because you don't want to, sometimes what happens with online dating is people get so fixated they're like okay what what else can I get what's what's you know how what's the, the the best achievement I can get in this realm like you know let me check off this box let me check off that box but unfortunately our hearts don't really work like that they can't they're not on paper right it's we have to be in front of the person and, and literally get a feeling for them and experience with them right you know that's that's true I mean even when I was single a long time ago um, it was all about, you know, you could have the phone conversation and like, okay, and then you get with the person and they could be drop dead gorgeous and, you know, have a nice conversation on the phone. But then you got with the person and it was just like not right. You know, I, I mean, I, you couldn't, I couldn't put, actually pinpoint it, you know, what was not right, but it was just like the, the chemistry wasn't there. 
great for friends, though. You know, it's like, oh, I enjoy conversating with you. We can talk basketball or baseball or football or, you know, whatever, track and field or whatever, or the opera, you know, great conversation. But as far as uh-huh. taking it further, mm, it it just it wasn't clicking, so to speak. So I can I can see how when you're doing online dating, it really is just a part of the whole the whole process. To make sure well, that you made a good point. Yeah. You made a great point because you can become friends with these men. And so maybe you go out with somebody and he's not your dream guy, but he's a great guy. And I've done this on many occasions. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've emailed him, you're a great guy, but I don't think that we are looking for the same things. But I have a friend. Would you be interested in me? Every time I've ever done it in my life, the person has responded positively. And the people go out and then at that point it's their responsibility what they want to do with it. But you just never know how people are going to end up connected in this world. So to make a great connection with someone, maybe the purpose of that connection was not a romantic interest. Maybe maybe it leads you to, you know, your husband through his friendship. Or maybe it leads you to some volunteer work that really inspires you. Or maybe it leads you to a new job or a new friendship. But there, again, as long as you do the pre-screening and you know you're going to have a good time because you know you can converse with the person, it's a win-win situation. Oh, fabulous. I, thank you for sharing that because it, it's... I think this is really, you know, good information for our society to hear in today's modern times because, you know, it's definitely different. It's definitely different, and it can be very stressful to people, um, especially those that are newly single or, you know, are have been single a while and just, you know, want to, you know, dive into this for the first time, but they're, optim- you know, they're pessimistic and they're just not really sure and, you know, not confident and have heard, you know, bad stories or whatever the case may be. I think... Um, this information that you're sharing today is going to is going to help a lot of people be become more comfortable with it. Now, well, you know, uh, in, go ahead, go ahead, Drea. You know, there's a there's a reason why insurance companies charge less for married people, and why you know men and women who are married tend to live longer. Because while it is stressful to date if if you don't have the right skill set or the right tools, it's more stressful to spend the rest of your life alone. Right. And I can attest to that. And yet and still, guys, I hate to say it, women still will outlive you because that's just because <laughs> we're the dominant sex. I mean, we play the role and let you guys think <laughs> you're the dominant ones. And we play the game and let you think that you're pursuing us. But the bottom line, <laughs> the bottom line is we are the dominant ones. We actually run the show. We just allow you to think that you run the show and everything I... is in cream. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful polarity. We're we're both so strong in so many ways. And the reciprocal energies are, I mean, they allow us to really be who we are. Like, I, I'm a woman. I want to be a woman and dance and play and have a great time. But I'm so thankful that I can also, you know, be an attorney and get things done in that way. But I don't want to always have to be in that masculine role. So when I have a strong man around me that can take care of me and make sure that, you know, the temperature in the car is right or my door is open. What an, an amazing place for me to be able to be able to relax into my femininity and just enjoy his presence. Yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, it is nice, especially when you find the balance, when you find the right person and you have that balance. You know, there's times when you when you're dominant and he lets you or it's the way it's supposed to go. And there's times when he's dominant and that's just the way it's supposed to go. But there is this equal balance that occurs in the most, you know, long-lasting relationships, and, and it's beautiful. Absolutely. It's not always easy to find out and figure out, but when, when you hit it, it's it's like hitting that, 
you know, grand slam, bases loaded in the top of the ninth and the or the bottom of the ninth and the you know, the game is tied and, and you hit that grand slam and it's like, Yes, because I found balance and it's just fabulous to be at that spot and within my relationship. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing, you guys. Okay, so now, Drea Drea, you um you have something called Groundhog Day approach. What is that? This is this is one of the best things I've ever like discovered. So we <laughs> Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day approach is if if something in your profile is not working, if you're not getting with a response from men or women that you want, change it. Change your pictures. Change the wording. Because there's, I mean, literally millions of people on the internet. You can literally have a new audience every day. So keep changing your approach online until you find the one that fits, until you get the response that you like. It's just like with anything, with emailing, with talking on the phone, or even live and in date. You can see how people respond because you have, again, unlimited opportunities to, to try the techniques out. So you can keep going on dates until you basically learn how to date and learn what feels good for you by virtue of the response that you're getting from the people you're dating. And this is true in all of life, in any, anything you want in life. If you're not getting what you want, change what you're doing. That, what is it? The definition of insanity is to keep repeating the same thing, expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. To, change, to change your approach. If you're unhappy, that's an indication that something is off. Try changing your approach. So basically, people out there, you, once you put, I mean, you can always go back, excuse me, and change things in your profile um, you know, add things or take things away that might make you more um, attractive to someone out there, you know, and, and, and things of that nature, right? It's not like set in stone once you Absolutely. do it. Okay. That, that's um, that's a good thing to know as well because I, I don't know how many people that I know out there that have, you know, that are still playing around with it. If they tweak mm-hmm. that or play, you know what I mean? I, I just don't know based on what they're attracting. Okay. So for me, when I first got online mm-hmm. I had pictures and I thought they were beautiful pictures you know I, I thought they were great I got professional pictures done and they they were great too but it was still me I didn't feel like it was a, a dramatic difference but because of the lighting and because of maybe how she helped to style me it just put me in a, such a better light that the quality of the responses I got was tremendously better just this one little thing that didn't even seem like a big shift to me but then I saw how men responded to it and then, you know, I played with the wording in my profile a little bit, and men would comment on that. So it's such a great learning field. We can really explore and play with it and see how people react to it. You know, again, it's, it's just like with any human interaction. You may tell a story, and, you know, it may not be received well, and then you may tell it again and change a few of the things in the story, and then it's, you know, it's the wording. Because, again, we all want that positive feeling. That's, that's what we're looking for in any interaction, right? We want to go away right. feeling something special. Right, right. So Feeling good. Learn, learn to play, with, play with your language and and play with the things in your profile. You can you can find out what works with the opposite sex and what, how how they respond. Okay, so now that we, you know, we're we're you know going deeper down, we're submerging ourselves uh, deeper down. Say now that you've done the online stuff, how do you go from online to offline successfully or smoothly? I guess. Well, and that is the goal because, I mean, ultimately, we don't want to get caught up in this fictitious world where we're just, you know, entertaining ourselves online. Most people really want to find a partner they can, you know, create a relationship with. So you want to take it offline. So you may have an indication of interest and then – or you may go straight to email and, you know, exchange a few emails. I suggest when you're emailing, 
maybe you pick out something in their profile to let them know that you're actually looking for something beyond just the, you know, the pictures and then, you know, comment on it and maybe give them a little information about yourself so that they feel a little bit more open exchanging something. Like, for instance, you may see a picture of them hiking and you may say, oh, I love hiking also. I go to, you know, this place every day. Where's the last place that you hike or something so that you share some exchange of a little bit of information so that they don't feel as threatened by the, the conversation. And then, you know, after maybe two or three emails, direct it to offline. You know, I would love to hear the sound of your voice or something of that nature. And with that, with the purpose being to get on the phone with them. And if you, they then make it back past that screening process to take it offline and actually, you know, make a meeting. And, I, you know, everybody's all about this coffee date thing. I don't really do the coffee date thing. I was, I just, like I was just going to ask you about the Starbucks <laughs> thing. I, oh, my gosh. You must have picked it out of my brain because I, I was just going to ask you that. Go ahead on, girl. Tell us about it. Okay. So, for me, I think, you know, that this is an easy shortcut out. And if you haven't done your research, that's what you need to do. If you've read it, if you've screened, if you're really paying attention and you really are picking people that you know you're going to have good conversations with and a good time with, you know, I say go for it. Go on a date. Spend you know a couple hours with them, really get to know them because again, it's not it's not about just finding the partner of your dreams. It's about every day and every experience you have and enjoying it and growing in whatever way that that provides to you. So if you've already pre-screened, I say you you go and you make the effort to really get to know the person, not to sit with them for five minutes at Starbucks and you know share a latte with you know two hundred other people around doing the same thing. <laughs> you know, make make the real effort. And as a woman, anytime. You know, I would go out with a gentleman. I would make the effort. You know, I'd spend the time getting ready, really getting my energy up, maybe dance around my house and put on makeup and find a great outfit. Like, I really bring the energy to it. And so I know that, again, we're going to feed off each other's energy and have a wonderful time, even if I don't feel a love connection with them. Great info. So, do you, so other than the coffee, I mean, I know you mentioned, do you, okay, I know you you're not fine of the five-minute latte conversation chat at Starbucks or Pete's or whoever. Um, but say the person, you want to, you know, meet the person, they want to meet with you or connect with you personally, but you don't have a lot of time, but you have definitely more time than to share a latte. Do you reckon, what other recommendations do you have with regard to yeah. Well, it, it also depends on the site. If you meet on a site that's specific to something, maybe you want to go to church together, maybe you want to go ride horses together, maybe you want to go hike together, or if it's just, you know, a normal everyday site, a lunch is generally, you know, most people have an hour for lunch. Mm-hmm. It's like breaking bread, you know, out of the Bible or something. You're sharing an experience with this person that I just feel like is much more connecting than, you know, you know you're going in for coffee and you know what's an out and everybody knows, like, the agenda's the same. Let me find out a couple things and then I'm on my way to the next date at the next Starbucks down the street. Right, right, right. Okay. So a lunch is better. A lunch is better than the 5, 10, 15-minute coffee chat. Right, and it doesn't allow you that escape mechanism either, and I think that's what a lot of people bank on these days, but that's only because if you haven't done, you know, the background work. But if you have, you know, again, you know you're going to have a good time even if there's not the love connection. I, I, I just encourage people to really, it's, it's just like any exchange. We go to the, you know, the grocery store and sometimes we don't even acknowledge the clerk, but really it's all about us being human and appreciate, appreciate, appreciating one another. So it's, it's more than just being on a date to find your husband or wife. It's about being in an experience and 
enjoying it. And again, you never know what it's going to lead to. So do your homework and then spend a little bit more time so you can actually get to know the person a little bit. Because again, if we're just doing the check off the list on the profile and we're just doing check off the list when we go to Starbucks, how do you really, how do you really get deeper? Right. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I like that. Yeah. So, so, and you know, guys or gals, you don't have to, don't feel like you have to pay for each other's lunch on the first date. I mean, you can do it Dutch. I would think that would probably be nice. You know, of course, if one or the other offers, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you don't turn a gift away because you block other gifts from coming to you. However, don't feel compelled, I guess, to, that you have to make that gesture. You know, it's really no, but about, I, I would, I would, I would go back to tradition. Actually, okay, okay, but you're the expert. I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a married woman, so forever. So you're the expert. So if I'm saying something incorrectly, correct me, girl, because this, you know, this is for the listeners I, out there. <laughs> in my experience, again, men, men are very fond of those traditional values, and like, it's not about like you know being archaic, but. Men like to provide for women, and this goes back to how men are fundamentally driven. And it's not like a using thing, and it's not like, you know, you need to do this. It's like it is a gift. But in my experience, sometimes you emasculate men by trying to pay the bill or by not allowing them to do for you. So I I have found with the women that I've worked with, it is always a, a mutual exchange of energies, and men... Uh, give that gift, and they receive a gift back from the women with their share of time and company. And again, when we get ready for them, give them all their energy and attention. And it's it's a reciprocal of energies. And again, I feel like if you may emasculate the man to try to, to pay, especially I mean, if you're going to lunch, you know, a, you know, a five or ten dollar, maybe even fifteen dollar lunch, you know, if you've pre-screened, you've done your homework. You know, you're not doing this every day, so I, I don't think that it sh- should come down to a money issue. But I do think that. If we appreciate how history has worked, that we can see if there's a rhyme or reason to it. And it's not about the money. It's about the polarities and the exchange of energies. Beautiful. Okay. Well, what do I know? Very, but I, I agree. I, I, I do agree with you. Um, it, did, for, have, did, before, when you were single, did you ever go Dutch? Oh, girl, I've been married for 30 years, so... <laughs> <laughs> The last time I was single, I was a teenager. <laughs> but even, you know, even back then, um, which is funny because, I, I mean, I can even relate relate it to my husband now. He does, he likes to give, He's the, he likes to, you know, be the one that, um, you know, if we go to lunch or dinner or whatever, he always wants to pay. I mean, you know, even though it's coming from the same kitty, so to speak, he's always making a gesture. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And then there are times when I'm like, you know, no, honey, you always do it. Let me, you know, let me treat you or, you know, let me, let the, this one's on me or whatever the case may be. But and even I think before, that's completely appropriate. Yeah. Later on, I think. After a few days, absolutely. Or even maybe a token of appreciation that's not like you paying for a date, but maybe gifting him a book or something, a CD or something right. you know that would mean something to him. So I don't think it's all about like him giving to you and you, you doing nothing. I think it's about an exchange of energies, and I think it's about allowing men to be men and enjoying that fact and allowing women to be women. I love men opening my car door. I love it when they stand up when I get up from the table. I don't care if it's a man I'm dating or if it's my brother or if it's my dad, if it's someone <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's a, a beautiful, respectful thing that I, that makes me feel so like a woman and right. allows me just to be in that free energy that that, in, that they tend to appreciate. Because, right. again, men don't want to date other men. They right. want to date women. <laughs> well, you know what it does? 
because, you know, I'm the queen of feeling fabulous and, you know, you're the queen of online dating. So when men do that, it makes us feel like the queen that we truly are. And I'm just going to throw that out, you know, throw it out to all women. We are all queens, you know, in our own little castles. And it's, you know, how we put the energy out there is how we receive it back. So I like that, too. I like, you know... Be what you know. I nearly fall out of my husband. Opens the car door for me. You know, like, well, are you feeling okay? But you know, it's just like because it's not something. You know, in our society, you know, women we become very independent, and we for a lot of reasons we've had to. We've had to, you know, support our men, keep things strong. You know, we've taken on a lot of different roles. However, um, I still like being treated like a really, you know, the genuine lady that I am. And so when that happens, it just makes me feel extra special, deep inside, warm and fuzzy. And it allows him to be your king. And oh. and when he feels when he when he feels your energy towards him, when he when he feels that you know that he's the king, and you, and you're you're really paying homage to him. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful gift! I mean, that how empowering is that for him? So it's it's a beautiful again a reciprocal exchange of energies. We got a little bit you know, misplaced with the feminist movement, which was so great because it allowed us as women to do all these amazing things. Right. But now the pendulum swung so far that we don't know when to be a man and when to be a woman. I grew right. up with that. I'm an attorney. I'm smart. I'm analytical. I don't need a man. That's yeah. What I want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want a man to be the man, and I want to not always have to take the, that role and be that right. strong woman. I want to be able to, to sink into my femininity and feel safe and protected because I know he's got me. Right. Oh, preach, girl. Preach. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now tell us about some safety tips for online daters because I, I know that's, you know, we've got a lot of creeps out there, too. And so uh, I some of the- want to always want to be safe and we have amazing intuition if we listen to it we all know how that works we've all had it happen you know we get a sinking knot in our stomach so let's go back to the pictures because we talked about that before we don't want to include anything in there that could identify us like where we might work or where we might live because we want to keep ourselves safe nothing in the text of the body of the you know tell our name or email address don't want to do any of that a lot of times gentlemen will ask for your personal email so they can send you a picture directly most sites have a way to send it through the site. So if, if he won't do it, just do a little research, you know, cut and paste the instructions and send them to him. If he doesn't want to post a picture and he wants to send it directly, don't give out your email address because a lot of times, again, it'll be your name or, you know, there's, there's so many ways on the Internet now you can trace IP addresses and that kind of thing. So just be safe. When you're out on a date, make sure that a girlfriend or a family member knows or a guy friend knows where you're going and who you're going to meet. Maybe even give them a copy of the profile of the person that you're going to meet. Make sure it's a public place. When you're with them, never, never, never drink too much. It's better if you don't drink a glass of wine, too. You just want to keep yourself safe. You don't want to leave your drink un- unguarded anywhere you're at. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is, comes down to safety tips in general. Anytime you're at a bar or a club, you want to make sure that you're safe. So, you know, take the drink with you. Always be protected to have your cell phone with you. Make sure somebody knows that you're going to meet someone that's a blind date, and here's the information about that person. Check on me at X hour. Great. Uh, yeah, because there, you know, there are, are a lot of creeps out there, and unfortunately, you know, people can become vulnerable when they're <clears throat> really not sharp on their game. And so, you know, great to mention about the alcohol, and, and even more fabulous is to mention, you know, hey, to your girlfriend or someone that I'm going on this blind date, I'm going to meet so-and-so at this place, this is the information. Here's my information. Call me at, you know, such and such. I'll just or ch- text me or, you know, something, some 
I can get back. So you have some kind of connection to someone beyond this person. You know, um, I, I right. think it's just, it's just very important um, with regards to how we live in our society today. And I love it when a gentleman offers to pick me up, but always say no. I mean, again, unless you've been out with him many times and you've gone beyond the screening process of the first day, you know, don't let them come to your home. Don't let them know where you live. Don't let them pick you up. Don't be alone in the car with them. Because we're smart. We're intuitive. Right. You want to make sure you still have, and, and any man that is really, you know, looking for his part, they're going to appreciate that, that you're a smart, savvy woman that takes care of herself. Right. And also don't leave your, your purse and your private items alone if you go to the bathroom or something as well, just like your drink. Perfect. Okay, so now a couple of things I want to mention. Um, with regards to, you know, the, the profiles and the online I mean, in the photos, okay? You know, you get these people that really like to embellish and make themselves look fabulous. I'm the CEO of XYZ Company, and they've never been employed by XYZ Company, or you know what I'm saying. Or, you know, I look like this online, and then you see them, and they're 300 pounds bigger than they were. You know, it's like, well, what happened? You know, how do you handle that? Yes, ma'am. Again, this match offers great tips on this. You always want to do your homework. Again, this is back to not just your gut, but reading the profile, looking at the pictures, looking at the surroundings in the pictures. You know, you may see a messy room or something that doesn't add up to the, you know, the polished profile that he's displaying or, you know, where he's at or, you know, who he's with. So read, read into the pictures. Look at the surroundings in the pictures. Look at what he's wearing. There's so many. Look at his smile. This is such a huge thing. We all know when a person's smiling genuinely or when it's forced or there's something off about it. So really look at the pictures and the surroundings and then in the profile again, read the two things add up. How do I, how do I feel in reading this even? Because again, our intuition is always at work. Then you get on the phone with them. You're going to learn more. You can, you can see how things are adding up. And again, more than anything, I, I can just say that we all know when we meet somebody that we can trust. And then we all know when something is completely off. So if you use all those senses that God gave you, you're going to know when things add up and when they don't. So, you know, people may embellish. They may change their ages. They may – but you're going to know if you do all the homework, if you read through everything in that profile, if you look at the pictures, if you talk to them on the phone, send a couple emails, you're going to know. Again, I know – I'm sorry – I, I like what you just said, and again, it just reiterates just tapping into your intuition and into your gut and um, and knowing that that information that you're receiving internally is not going to lead you astray. If you, thought, if you feel mm-hmm. you have a funny feeling or something just isn't right, then, you know, l- listen to that and pay attention to, to that now. This is a good one. And if he tells you different stories at different, if he tells you right. different stories at different times, you know you're making mental notes. So you're going to start adding it all up. And it's like this doesn't match up with this. You, your your mind is going to be preparing you for that. So you know the the more time you spend in this company, you know that's why I say don't date number one. Definitely don't let it pick you up. At least several dates down the line, because then you're going to start to see the more you see of him, the more you're going to learn of him and see how things match up, it or her, and see how things match up. If, if everything seems to coincide and it's congruent, if what they're saying and what they're doing seem to be the same thing, like you know when they're telling you a story, but their facial expressions don't match up, or 
you know, you get a feel for that. Like something doesn't, why is he laughing when he's telling me a sad story? You know, those kinds of things. You're going to get a feel for what, what's going on with him. The more time you spend in his company, on the phone with him or her, you're going to know. Just like you would with anybody that you met out at a bar or restaurant. It's the same, the same, same technology we're using. So now, how, is, how does someone prevent a bad date from occurring? Say you connected, you you know, made this plan, how would you prevent it from being a bad date? Well, it's all the energy that we take on it. We uh, Like, I'm always at cause, right? So I can have a good time with this person or I can have a bad time with this person. I can have a good time with this person whether I'm physically attracted to them or not, whether I'm emotionally attracted to them or not. I can choose to have a good time. I can find some basis that I can connect to, something that, you know, if, if, if you're not connecting, there's always more that you could be giving in the situation. Maybe it's more to listen or maybe it's, to dig deeper to find a common ground for you. But there's always something. As humans, we are all humans, and we all have beautiful gifts and things that we can learn from one another, even if I'm, you know, from a completely different place or I have a completely different religious background or political view. Even those things that are supposed to be a taboo, I can learn from another person by just simply opening my ears and my heart. It doesn't mean that, again, that this is going to be my mate for the rest of my life, that I can have a good time in the experience by the virtue of the way I look at the experience and, and my purpose here on earth, really. Because every every time we know that dating is dating because it, it's not always with one exclusive person. So you know that every time you go on a date is not necessarily going to be the person that becomes your spouse. So look at it differently and, and think, what what is this experience about? What what can, How can I learn and grow from this experience? How can I better my life and the person that I'm out with? How can, how can we share this beautiful gift and and make the quality of our lives better just by simply by virtue of this one hour. Wonderful. Because one hour can literally change the history of your life. Yeah. You may learn about a, a job that, wow, that's an interesting job. I never even thought about doing that. Or you may learn about, you know, some kind of volunteer opportunity again that might be of interest to you. Or they may know other people that to introduce you to. Or just by virtue of being in the restaurant, maybe you meet a waiter. We never know where our life is taking us, but it's, if we fundamentally know that we're on purpose and, and there's a higher source of, that's really guiding us, then there's always a purpose of being in that experience, and it's going to be amazing because I know there's going to be a way, a gift in it for me to learn and grow, or maybe even maybe even it is my spouse. Maybe it is my partner. Maybe I get to meet them this day. But if not, I know it's going to be something else great. Fabulous. That, that, that <clears throat> I like that because, uh, again, it's just, it's just, you know, taking it for what it is at that present moment in time and, and just going with the flow of things and not reading too much into it or, you know, not making too much out of anything. Just go with the flow, be optimistic and mm-hmm. just have fun, right? Absolutely. So, being present. I like, I like that you said that because it is all about being present. Yeah. And if we're really present, there's no expectation and there's no guilt about anything. It's just literally being in that moment with another person and, and sharing an experience. And there's no reason to choose to make that experience one other than being fun and enjoyable. And we do get to choose. I agree. I agree. So now we, oh gosh, we're, all, we're, we're at our time. So now I want to, I want you to share, I know it just goes by so fast and we're just like, it seems like we're just getting warmed up. I want you to share with everyone how they can, first of all, I want you to tell them about your book and then how they can get the book and how they can get more of you. Rochelle, thank you for having me. First of all, it's been a treat. 
My website is missmatch.us, and that's M-I-S-S-M-A-T-C-H dot us, U-S. So they can get, um, they can sign up for the email there and all kinds of free blog information, great tips, health, beauty, dating, relationship, you name it, it's in there. Uh, lots of great free stuff on the site. The book, they can get on the email list to find out about when it's going to be released. We're in publication deals right now. And again, they can email me, coaching, pretty much anything dealing with self-development, online dating, they can find there. So, mismatch.us. Okay. There you guys have it. You, If you have <clears throat> any further curiosity about talking uh, I mean, any further curiosity about online dating or you want to really just talk to Drea um, or, you know, find out whatever else she has to offer because she's a phenomenal woman like me. No, <laughs> she's a phenomenal fabulous. woman. You are fabulous. Yeah, girl, and so are you. Um, I would love for you guys to please reach out and connect with her. As you can tell, she's awesome. She's talented. She's funny. She's witty. She's She's beautiful inside and out, and um, and I guarantee that if you're having any issues, she can help you with regards to online dating. And then you know she she's got a, she's just a, she's a, a brilliant gal, so she does a lot of things, and she and she can do a lot of things good. So go check out her site again. It's Miss M I S S Match M A T C H, and that's T like Thomas dot U S, and you can find out more about her. Tap into the free stuff that she has on there because she says she has lots of free stuff. And who does not like receiving free stuff? So tap into that. If you have friends that you know um, are having issues with online dating or you think they could be more successful or you think they could benefit from what Drea has to say, connect them with her. And you can say, you know, I heard you on Blissful Living and, you know, I, I need you, or I'm going to refer my friend to you. I heard you on Blissful Living. Whatever the case may be, trust me, she will not. She will not turn you down because she wants to help, and that's why she's on the show to give you this. She gave you a ton of information for free on this show that I don't think you can get anywhere else other than her book that's going to be out very, very soon. So, with that being said, I want to say thank you, Drea, for your time. You're just, I, I really appreciate having you. This was so fun to talk about. Um, especially since I was just looking at stuff with my friend yesterday. It's like, was so perfect. <laughs> um, you know how sometimes things just fall in alignment when they're supposed to, and, and that's just Absolutely. the way it is. And so thank you so, so very much for being a guest on the show. And to my, my listeners, you know, and to my listeners out there, I want to thank you as always. You guys are phenomenal, fabulous. Please share the show with all that you love, care about. And hey, even if you don't love and care about people, you can still share the show with them because maybe they may become better in some way and then you may be able to enjoy them or get to like them or whatever the case may be, build a better relationship with them. And it's all about loving one another because when you put out, or as the old saying is, what you put out is what you give back. So if you put out love, you're going to get back that. And if you put out, well, you know you're going to get that back too. So as always, I so appreciate my listeners. I so appreciate Drea for Drea Bauer for being here today. And so I'm going to close the show with, as always, I am wishing you peace to your mind, tranquility to your spirit, and wellness to your body. Have a fabulous week, you guys, and I look forward to chatting with my guests next week and having you guys as listeners. Take good care, everyone. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson. 
R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.